This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sequence. I'm your host, Trevor Plouffe. We have a very special guest for you today, the first pitcher ever on Sequence, He's a streamer, he's a podcaster, he's a stud reliever for the Minnesota Twins, Trevor May. What's up, Trev? What's up, T? Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you coming on. We go way back. We do. 2013, 2014. Yes, sir. We were teammates. In fact, your first ever start in Oakland. Mm-hmm. First pitch, Coco Chris, fly ball to me. So we have some history together. And then it went downhill from there. Well... <laughs> Maybe, maybe the starting bullpen. round. <laughs> uh, now that I'm in the bullpen, I feel so bad about my rookie year. Like, so bad. I know what they were saying. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I actually love that, that you, you know, you came up as a starter. You, you had some success. Some starts weren't so successful. But you found your way in the big leagues. Now you're one of the best relievers in the game. Your 2019 season was incredible, backing up a, a, another great effort in 2018. So... I kind of want to start with that. Like, what was that transition like um, going from starter to reliever? Did you alter your pitch mix at all? Um, it took me a little bit. Um, I, I, especially in 15, we were still together in 15, weren't we? Yes, sir. Yeah, so in 15, when I got moved to the pen the first time, I didn't really change it up much. I threw changeups more, but I started to add some velocity. Um, and... I kept the curveball and kept the slider, and we kind of tried to figure out, um, you know, what the best stuff stuff was. Kind of got rid of the, the sinker, so I threw for the sinker, the two seam, and never threw it sinker. Um, so I had five pitch mixes as a starter. I still had them technically all the way through fifteen um, because I thought we were going to go back to starting a series of injuries after that. So sixteen and then seventeen with Tommy John. So I, I, I it took me a while to to figure that out, but uh, especially going into last year. Um, I shaved it down a lot, and with uh, with with Hefner, Jeremy Hefner, our bullpen coach, mm-hmm. who's now the uh, pitching coach for the Mets, we basically did. Uh, he was just a sounding board, man. I could bounce stuff off him, and and Wes Johnson coming over to me, just saying, "Hey, I think I want to do this, and I think this gets better. This is better than this. What do you think?" And then they would go and see if there was uh, numbers on it. Uh, we look at numbers first, then we look at actual physics behind it. We have Josh Kalk in the uh, head in the analytics department over here in Minnesota too. So. A lot of lot of really smart guys came over and gave me all their different opinions and um, and when I get when they're like hey this shows this I, I pretty much in, I, I'm pretty good with uh, just accepting the data is telling me a story and just like buying it uh, it doesn't take me long to, to make an adjustment and I made that adjustment we're I think we're based on the clips we have we're gonna see an adjustment that I made but yeah I did shave down the uh, shave it down to three pitches I mean your goal as a reliever is to throw uh, in the in the words of Kevin Jepsen, he was like, I'm trying to throw three pitches and be out of the inning, uh, which, and, and Sam Dyson was the same way. And I was like, no, I want three punchies. <laughs> got to throw more than three. So it's weird. It was weird from a mi- mindset standpoint, but yeah, you try not to throw 30 pitches every inning. So, you know, unless you do that, you don't need five pitches. You got, you need three 
maximum probably as a reliever. Maybe a fourth one that it's like funky if you're one of those, if you're like a Joachim Soria type guy. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more of a throw it as hard as you can and then go from there guy. So, yeah, we I, shaved it down. I love that. I love when guys go and they, you know, maybe sit 92, 93 as a starter, then you put them in the pen, you can unleash them, let them go and see what they got. And I think that's kind of what you did. I have one question. I'm so curious. I, like, I could sit here all day and talk pitching with you because I'm curious about it. I don't know everything about it, but I feel like having talked to guys, I have some some perspective. But we played together, and at that time, the Twins, not so analytical, uh, not so progressive in the technology that was used for pitchers. So when you get this whole regime change, new coaches, new technology, what was like the one thing uh, one piece of technology that you use that you think benefited you the most? Piece of technology. I think that uh, there's a couple things um, that I think were equally important. So we have all the stat cast data in the world now uh, showing not only spin rates, but I think um, spin rate was kind of the buzzword that first came up. It was like the analytical, like when you're studying the physics of how a ball moves. That was like the first one to come up with, like, you know, McHugh's curveball and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And McCullers' curveball. Um, and now that was just an indicator that you have the ability to move a ball um, to be to get elite movement on a pitch because mm-hmm. the speed directly correlates with the amount of moves usually. Um, and so basically, I, I wanted to know how my stuff was moving, not how I saw it, because you know some some guys finish straight on, some guys finish like falling off the right, some guys finish off the left. That's going to change how things per- are perceived, how they're moving, and the hitter doesn't see it the same way. So things that I thought would maybe have some horizontal movement uh, didn't have any. I just, everything was north and south, up and down, vertical. Um, and then StatCast data, you know, over the last, since 2017 has told me specifically, it's like you've almost no horizontal movement ever, but everything, you have a lot of vertical movement on all mm-hmm. your pitches. Um, and like my my fastball carries and doesn't have, doesn't drop normally in the normal amount. So when it's uh, looks like it's you know mid thigh. It's actually above your belt, and um, and then my breaking ball would break. It would be slow enough to where it would break more down than you would perceive it breaking down. So if I could start it, it would look like it's mid thigh, and then be like below the just above the dirt. So I they're like play off these two things because they're coming out of the same plane too, and you know. And another thing, they debunked the kind of myth of picking up quote unquote picking up spin unless it's just an absolute wobble, right? Yes, or a popped pitch. Um, but any good, if you're throwing a slider that's good and located, the ability to react to like a dot or something maybe changes your ability to fight something off, but not hit it hard. So like, they're like, guys like Miggy could like flick his hands really quick and like, just like, I'm not hitting that, but I'm also not going to miss it, like yeah. type of thing. Uh, then that's like the top 2% of hitters. Like most guys, it's just not not easy. So once I learned about the break on my pitches, then I started to develop a plan. I got really much better at developing how I was going to attack people because I knew what they were seeing. Um, yeah. And that sounds really simple. Um, it's not. Uh, so the StatCast data and like Rapsoda will tell you this stuff now and the TrackMan and all this, all these devices you can get throw bullpens will all tell you this stuff. But I have the in-game uh, stuff on you know the MLB website, Baseball Savant. Uh, it's mm-hmm. all on there. So I would actually just use that. Like I didn't even, I could use public information just to see how my things were breaking. So that was big. So you and then, okay. I want to yeah. touch on that real quick. So you're okay. saying the way you perceived your pitches wasn't 
actually what they were doing. And as soon as you got that information of what your pitches were doing, how they were breaking, how they weren't breaking, you were able to essentially plan and um, I guess tunnel. Talking about tunneling now? It's, 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 so it's tunneling to an extent. That's part of – so you're basically in your – I guess what – this is kind of the first time I've made this realization. You're making – I'm able to create in my head what it looks – like a pretty accurate picture of what my stuff looks like to you as the hitter, which is really interesting. So like yes. you have a little bit of ability to put your head like without being one, being a hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be like, okay, so this is why I get weird swings and misses up all the time on miss pitches um, because it moves like this. And then it's come out since then. Like Kurt Schilling was one of those guys that did that forever. Roger Clemens did the, did the old, uh, uh, hard slider he had a bunch of vertical movements so he's like adam Ottavino, like the hard sinker hard slider thing and he threw so hard both those pitches look the same so like how i explain it to kids is there's guys that go side to side there's guys that go north and south and very few people do both yes guys like scherzer roy halliday had a little bit of like roy halliday had some ride on his four seam mm-hmm. but he also had that cutter and the key sinker so like he did he could do that sometimes but he was mostly here right yes so it's one or the other, Drake or Drake. Sorry, Zach Britton, sinker, slider. Like uh, uh, that's usually what they what they are. Um, and so once you kind of get that realization that most people are in the mostly in those two categories, then that's like how their tunnel works. Mine was north and south, so I bought into that. That was step one, and then I started to see how much do they move. Sure. And then you and then you then you start as you get a, a body of work in, you start to link actual like value statistics to those pitches mm-hmm. so you're like these guys are producing runs on your fastball this much they're swinging a miss on it on this count this much they're so you start to build a framework like in this count in this pitches against this pitch against this guy what are my what's my probability of success and it just becomes a natural like i get prepared for a game i overlay like what i think i do really well how it moves over what they do well and and what it looks like to them and then i pick my spots in a, in a situation like that, I do that for everybody. It's a lot of information, it but is. you got to study it a lot. But you know, if you have your two or three things, you're like, "This, I'm safe on." Like, you know, most guys have a spot where fastballs just like that's not they're not going to hit it hard if it's there, and it's up and into righties for the most part, and it's and it's up and into lefties for the most part, or yeah. down and away to lefties now because they're all trying to extend up and away and get that mm-hmm. down and in, right? So, like Max Kepler, for example, you could throw. I would throw him here, and he knows that, and I would just hammer him up and in all day and then try to get him something buried. So like it's you gotta you got you you figure out what your stuff does yep. and then you have your your like go to's. Um and then some guys are like the trouts of the world and the you know, there's one guy on every team that you're like, let's not let this guy hit me hit like beat me. So yeah. the guy's second, third, one out, you know, I'm gonna stick to that spot that's the lowest probability early in the count. And if I'm behind, you're going to first. Like it's- it's such a That's fun it. chess match because hitters will do the exact same thing. What pitches exactly. produce the highest slugging that this guy has? And we're going to look for that. And where in the zone produces the highest slugging? We're going to look for that. You guys are looking for the opposite. Where yeah. does this hitter have the least amount of slugging? Let's go there. And there's that chess match. And you guys have the advantage, obviously, because you have the yeah, variables in your hand. Yeah, yeah. And you, it, we're successful more than you. That's very, very... Uh, you know, they, like 300 batting average, 70% of the time, the, you know, whatever. They, they, the, that adage always works yeah. for that. But um, but when you're young, it's all about learning. Yes. Like, uh, uh, here, 
guy I've watched actually in real time learn, uh, and it's been really cool because he's a good dude, and I li- uh, like him, is Jake Cave. Yes. So Jay, he he has a pitch that he loves to swing at, but he cannot. He doesn't have a lot of experience in, and I've studied him over time, or or not. He doesn't have a lot of like power hitting sure. it, and he knows he needs to get a ball off the wall so he can run. He's, he runs. He's trying to hit doubles, and he's he's got some juice. So mm-hmm. He can hit some, hit some homers. He's not a singles guy, not a stolen base guy. So he knows that's what he needs to do to stay. And so the up and in kind of like even up middle has just been like he swings it every time. He's like I cannot get there enough. So let's make sure it's getting to that outside of the plate because I can hit it. I can go. He has juice to the opposite field and he can yeah. pull it. So he's like, let's make sure this is. A, and that's a Joe Maurer influence, honestly, because they were sitting across from each other talking about hitting. Joe, everyone talks about how amazing Joe is. Joe literally figured that out when he was 18. <laughs> he, yeah. He, he's, his that's what he, why he was so special. So he knew exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. So like learning what you want and then you t- do everything that you talk about keeps you there and it makes you a really good hitter. Um, as you start to say, this guy likes to go here, and this is where his, you know, where his strengths are, where he wants to go. And then, what when he misses, he might go here and here. And if one of when he misses is in one of your turbo zones, you're looking for that. Because that way, you're like, okay, he missed, and that's where I want to hit it. Boom! And then you just, you just, it, everything else takes over. So it's like, and then when I said guys like Miggy who could just fell off that that bastard pitch. Um, he gives himself so many more opportunities to get that pitch he's going to crush. So Those guys, I mean, you're talking about two of the yeah, best hitters and, of our and, generation. And, and we're, like, but even guys like I struggle with, like J.D., Josh Johnson, same thing. Like He loves heaters up, too. He, his strength plays directly into my strength, um, and, but he like can foul it off. Like Other guys can't foul it off as much. He, he just fouls it off, so he keeps getting And then when I throw that one that's a little bit lower. <clears> you know, But most guys are swinging through the ones he's fouling off. Yes. Um, you know, Altuve is what we call a bad ball hitter. And he's like, you know, you can hit like Eddie Rosario. Like, yeah. what, what's the real plan against Eddie? Obviously, expanding way the hell out of the zone. Yeah. But you got to get ahead some point. And mm-hmm. so, like, you got to find your spots. And there's times where he'll be ice cold on a spot for a month. And then just suddenly up and in is just what he's going to hit out. And it's just like well, those guys, you're, you're just hoping that you're in a situation where uh, a bad miss won't kill you. Um, so... It, but it's all about identifying guys, right? But for the most part, guys have holes, um, or or even things they don't want to hit. Uh, that was a big thing for like Crone. Crone would be like, "These are things I don't want to hit." Sure. And he just never swung at them. And then he would that was say, "For me to do." Exactly. And you not swinging at a pitch, you're like, "Is that where I don't want it?" Even if it's a strike, is yes. like I I can imagine, dude. I I would swing it. I play the show and I swing at everything, like. <laughs> You know, like I can imagine what that's like. So yeah, don't be a hitter, bro. Just you're good yeah, with just, where you're at. Okay, I'll, it's I'll, probably I'll a little too a, late for you too. Probably a little bit too late. And we saw how I hit in that uh, one time. Um, you have power. I will say that. No <laughs> doubt about that. Uh, but uh, the the second little thing, and let me touch on uh, technology wise, um, is the bi- biomechanics measurement systems. So there's a bunch of different ones. I don't even know what they're called at this moment. But basically. Their motion capture, mm-hmm. they capture where your um, like important points in the kinetic chain for pitchers and hitters. Mm-hmm. So like during your swing, like you guys have hip separation too, and keeping your hips back. Same thing, we have hip separation with our arm being back. That's mm-hmm. what generates your power. Um, your hips getting in front of where you are while keeping your where whatever you're going to move back longer. Um, and so we realized through a bunch through our our analytics department that my hips weren't moving 
at all. Mm. But I still had really, really good, like, as we got farther closer to my hand, my those points, like, so it's like chest, elbow, and wrist. Chest, shoulder, elbow, and wrist, I believe. So all these points when they're moving, they were all, they were, as it gets farther out, it got, got to a, like, hyper elite, like, top 99% hand speed. So, okay. like, you're throwing 95 with no hip separation at all, which means... There's more. There's a lot more probably in there. And I'm telling you, we got on a very simple program last year at maybe two months in the season, month and a half in the season. And I was like pissed off because I was pulling everything. And uh, uh, he was like, your core isn't moving with your hips. So let's get the hips moving and then we'll keep the core strong. So we worked through that progression over two months. I was throwing like average fastball went up two and a half, three miles an hour. So like in, scary, bro. like in July, my average half fastball was like 97.3 or something. Like that's, you're starting to get like up into the elite arms into the, in all of the major leagues at that point. Right. Um, three in 98s, 99s, even touched a hundred once. Like, you know, as a pitcher touching hundreds, like the hunch, you know, baby, the hunch you got to do it. You want a trophy. You want to put it somewhere. I hit a hundred in my career. I threw a hundred. I don't care if I only did it once, you know, <laughs> uh, but that helped as well. So all of that combined with the the plan so so my biomechanics got together and i was hitting my spots more i had the plan i could do hit the spots and then my last couple months of last year were you know were really 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 were, were me coming into my own it felt like they were lights out yeah that's actually scary that you just shared that like hitters are watching this being like how many other guys are going to start using this technology and finding an extra two three miles an hour the beauty is there's gonna be a ton of dudes like cody bellinger who has incredible hip separation when he swings and he's not a big strong dude. he's not that strong like he's not like a physically sure. posing person sure. he just has he has got that griffy whip right that's one thing griffy did better than anybody and it's weird they didn't know at the time but he had insane and hip separation and incredible force and that's why he, and then the perfect backspin on balls like that combination is going to make you the kid right so the beauty is hitters hitters have an, that opportunity too because we live in a game of long ball you're a small dude who doesn't hit many homers. Who knows? You know, maybe, uh, uh, yeah. maybe you can generate that force. You can add that add that exit below, which turns into hits long term. I agree with that. Let's let's uh, let's break into the highlight. Cool. I kind of want to set it up a little bit. This is uh, in July of 2019. We see the score there: five four. You got a runner on third base, and you're facing uh, Loriano from the A's. And I've watched this at bat, so I know what's going to happen. Uh, we talked about a little bit about tunneling and kind of playing those pitches off each other. This doesn't really show tunneling, but it does show your ability to... Um, like, you're showing the elite arm speed on this on some off-speed pitches in this. And you can really tell because I see Loriano. We're going to get to the highlight, but we see kind of Loriano get exposed because of it. Um, and that all kind of gets set up by this first pitch here. So let's let's go ahead and start it. You look mean already. If you're just looking at, got to do that. Yeah, it's one thing to. I liked about moving to the pen, man. I, I <laughs> my mindset changed a little bit. And I really really enjoy it. Yeah, you have that like uh, that go to zone in your yeah. head. It seems like where you can just kind of turn it on, and all of a sudden, because you're like a nice guy. Yeah. I I, I I like I'm out there mother mother yeah myself the whole time like I talk to myself out out loud and I'm just <laughs> bought into it I don't I don't care I just do it I love it all right let's start this up so yeah two outs um, trying to strand this guy you guys are up by a run let's check it out 
important to understand by the way there was a uh wild pitch pass ball depending on who you ask right before this it scored the run okay and so we you're, you're a, even more pissed yes i'm even more pissed okay so that's a good uh you can stop right there we see now this guy's eight for 14 in this series so you know he's hot great yeah and he's hitting 280 he's a good hitter he's a good hitter he's a good player he, he is at, he's an amazing center fielder too so he's really broken out in the last couple of years he's a good hitter so you see this are you being careful here, or are you just saying, I know what to do to get him out. I'm going to go ahead and I know what I need myself. to do, and at this moment, I've decided that it's going to be a strikeout. I'm not going to let this <laughs> – I'm not going to have this guy on third have the opportunity to score on anything. All right. First pitch here. Now you're going in. Up and in. And that's an important pitch in this at bat. You're going up and in, and was that for show, or was it like, hey, I'm going to go in there because it's his cold zone and I want to get a strike, or is this setting up? It, it's more of a setup. It's one of those things like I'm going to either hit this up and in, he's not going to like it very much because it's it's not something that, like, he's not going to ambush first pitch, two outs, down by a run, up and in, fastball. So my chances of that happening, like, and there being a real damage done are low. And then I, I also have in my head if I miss, and this is a this is a Tyler Clipperdism. He picks pitches based on not only his ability to throw it where he wants it, but if he misses that spot, where is he going to miss? And and he's not going to get hurt. So I'm like I'm going to miss up and in even farther. Yes. So worst worst possible scenario, I'm going to I'm going to raise him or or you know plunk him, and he's just going to go to first. I mean, obviously I don't want to hit a guy, but you know, yeah. like it's not going to score the run, so we don't want the run scored. So you're saying, and I love that. This is a great little uh, tidbit here. So you're saying, I know if I set if I set my target here, I know where I'm gonna. If I miss, I know where I'm gonna miss. It's not gonna be over the plate. I'm not gonna pull it. I'm gonna arm side it more more often than not. So yeah, and I love this conversation because I know what he's feeling as a hitter now. You're like, because you're he was probably looking for a fastball away there. And and you got to know too. I had struck out. Olsen mm-hmm. with the guy in second third on a heater up and away. And then I got uh uh Canna on a heater up and away. Okay. For so a punchy. Both both of them were above the zone. So well, he's looking to get you Olsen down. Strike, but yeah. He's looking to get yeah. you down and probably out over the plate and you and, first, and a heater. Yeah, first pitch you go up and in. Now he's like, okay. He's confident in his heater. I was throwing pretty hard that day. So I know that he he's looking for a heater probably. He's a two hand swing guy. This is this is another weird thing I noticed. Okay. Which usually mean like fairly quick hands, and he does have quick hands, but extending your hands like flicking a ball oppo is harder. Okay. So like just like flicking something over second. So I'm like, we I want to stay out of that barrel where he can accidentally hit something somewhere. Um, but he I'm I'm out there I'm like kind of you can see I'm agitated I'm throwing lots of heaters so that's yes. what he sees and then I throw a first pitch fastball. Yes, and now because of that. You know, this is me thinking this about fastball up and in. I'm going straight back to the heater away here if I'm a hitter. I'm like, he's going to go back, try to get that first strike. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want me to, you know, target field kind of plays big to right field. So that's where I'm looking, and now we'll see what you do with this next pitch. Still mean, still looking mean. Nope. You shake or fake shake? I shook. Okay. So now set up away. 
Hundred percent, not looking for that. That's nasty. You well, if you did, if you notice, he's like heater up, and he saw. He's like, uh, okay, yeah, it wasn't a, a heater. A little like, bit he of recognized that. it wasn't a heater. Yeah. And he got he got to like dive out, see if it's a heater up, like middle maybe, and then he's just like, all right, stay in the count. The whole time he still has heater in that first pitch in his mind. Mm-hmm. So you got that second pitch there for a strike, one one. If I'm him. I'm probably looking for that same pitch. Um, I don't think he is in this particular at bat. Do you see what he's he thinking? Just... He either way again. Yeah. Like you're 100. He was just full on it, and it just completely. I'm getting this one. He's like, I'm getting this one. You're gonna see his hip go. His hip just goes immediately, and not only he gets it going early, like he's like 100. percent this is a heater away. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the kind of yeah. so like the tunneling aspect of it. You know, although you didn't tunnel a pitch before this, like he's yeah. probably expecting this to come out like it did, and it'd be a fastball, but it's not. The last two guys also were struck out on that pitch. You can see his hip go. So now he's one two. Now I'm super confident in my slider, and I just like honestly in my head I go, "F it, we're going there again." Here comes the hip. Oop. Oh, you can see it really well right there. Let's try to yeah. get that up again. Because you throw cheese, so you have to be ready for that heater. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I love this slow-mo right here. Ready, go. I mean, he has no chance on the outer part of the plate when your hip looks like that. Like, the best thing he could do, like you're saying, is flick it over there to right field. Yeah. But he's a two-handed swinger. Which yeah, I don't really know how much that really means. To me, it doesn't mean anything. But to you, you're saying you've seen it. But what? But like, watch where the bat gets to. Twenty right, swings. That's, that's outside of the. That's outside of the range of his bat. Yeah, he's pulling. Oh, he's, pull, he's pulling off it. And a, and a big reason is his hip went. But like, you ha- he's got to he's got to be fully committed to an outside pitch, and he's got to throw his hip that way outside of where he normally swings in order to get there. Yeah. That makes sense. It's not like a, it's not as within his natural ability within a swing to like flick a pitch off the plate over the first baseman or something. Yes. It's just some guys are like that. You know, it, that might just, but that's fine. That doesn't, that doesn't yeah. mean anything. It just, it just means, uh, uh, you know, he could sell out and do it. It's just, I mean, I love that you have that observation. Not everyone can reach everything all the time. You know what I mean? So you got him one, two here. You've seen the hip fly open. You threw two really good sliders in a row. Is there any thought in your mind about doing something different here? Um, so there was a slight, uh, like, hey, let's try up and in. But I saw that that was just a bad, like, that just wasn't a, that wasn't a, I, he was not expecting it. And then at, at one point I was like, well, I either want to be, so I look, I go, I want to go up and in. And I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Or, but I'm like, I really just want to say F it and, and get that slider because I believe I can get it just below the zone down and away to where it'll be either weakly hit, taken, or or a swing and miss. And uh, and then uh, I believe Castro's catching. Castro just threw down that three. I was like, it's like, go. why waste the pitch? That's kind of why what I think. Yeah, no, why waste the pitch? And it's one, two, and I'm in the driver's seat, and I just, I just need, I'm 20 pitches in. Like, I'm like, let's get this, let's, let's finish it here. If you were to go to that fastball up and in, would you lose a little bit of that feel on the slider? Like you obviously are feeling that slider, the arm slot is perfect right now, and you could just go right back to it. But if you were to change and go 
um, up and in or with a different pitch, like is that does that affect that feeling that you just had with those two sliders? Yeah, probably. Um, it'll change your change. It kind of drastically changes your approach a little bit, and uh, so you're like, if especially if I were to miss up and in, mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, now it's two two. I got to make a really good pitch here, and then if you bury it, then you got to go back three two. Then you gotta, two, you then three, three two, two, and you're definitely going heater. <laughs> right. All right, let's let's check it out. Um, so we know a slider's coming, yep. but now it's you got to locate it again. Do the same thing in your mind. If you do that, he's out. And no shake. Love this angle. Ooh. Got it with the breaking ball. I'll throw a, I'll throw a, uh, a pause on, in every once in a while, too. I was just going to say, let's see this pause right here. Oh. A little Marcus Stroman. A little bit. I also do it to the next at bat, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hitters hate that. Yeah, I know. Hate it. Even if they say they don't, they do. But let's look at the location of this. You played right off it. I think you even took a little bit off of this pitch, miles per hour wise. I, I, I think it's about the same. About the same. Okay, I, just, I don't. I didn't see that, but it kind of looks like it. And just spot it up. You're pumped up. Loriano's like, that wasn't any fun. And I, I believe that I faced him in Oakland and. Same, very similar at bat. Um, maybe not that many sliders, but I got him on. I just started my throwing my slider too, right? That the first time I faced him, and I got him on it, and I was like, I like this. Um, and it, honestly, it's just it's it's just a variation of my curveball that lets me throw it harder and breaks a little bit more consistently. Um, we just called it a slider because at the time I threw the curveball too. Now Love it's it. a curveball. Love it. We so we just went over a video you through three great sliders in a row to get Ramon Laureano out. Um, we have a different kind of hitter now, Joey Gallo. Obviously, we know about Joey. He hits homers. He does strike out a lot. But he's not necessarily an all-or-nothing guy. Like He's got some other swings in his bag that he can break out. The thing with him is he just doesn't really want to. Like he's, He kind of understands the player he is. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your mindset against the guy that's Let's just say he's all or nothing. What's your mindset against him? It's like, is it, is it pitched to his weaknesses, or are you still going with your strengths? Um, I, I again, it's it's before this, I I overlaid a little bit before going into the series, overlaid what my strengths over his weaknesses and see mm-hmm. where my see where the lineups are. I start there, um, okay. and then if we get in a situation to where we're getting closer to his strengths or it's a higher risk because my miss tends to get into his strengths throwing the pitch there. Um, then, you know, I might just have to take that, that chance because of how good I feel with my strength in that situation. That's kind of the pri- the, 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 how I prioritize, you know, my strength, to his weakness. Um, and then we, it just like is a sliding scale of my strength to their strength. Um, and I very, I never go to my weakness. <laughs> Like, why would you ever do that? <laughs> no, so, you don't. Uh, and that's and you just kind of make that determination as you decide which pitch you want to throw. Um, I think that's a good way to think about it. Um, but a little bit of prerequisite for this at bat, and there was another one that I, I was thinking about uh, the other night to, uh, to possibly do here against Freddie Freeman. But it, it was mm-hmm. that was that was more of a it's Freddie Freeman and he's a 
incredible hitter that just doesn't strike out very much. Um, And I I was able to punch him out kind of in a big situation. Um, It was the situation more that made me excited. So this one's more of situational too. So there's there's some pitches, you know, that aren't necessarily great pitches to him. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's more of the, I think the the learning thing here is uh, building up to this. And this is like for how I've been thinking that that last outing, I believe was the outing before this one. Mm-hmm. So uh, that we just watched, um, and that was a big game because of that series. We were like on a homestand against the Yankees and the A's, and for whatever reason, like games kept flip flopping. The bullpens were like it was just blown safe central like for a week. So like bullpens, it was like we felt like we were letting us letting people like our team down, and then everyone who came in was like their bullpens were letting their team down. So like all the bullpens <laughs> were just getting crushed. So we we're like we got to fix. Like I need to have a pickup. So this was kind of one of the like. I was like, all right, let's 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 buy in. So this all everything I've talked about, I've really bought it, started to buy into like within a few days. So like this was kind of a culmination, if this makes sense. But it's the top of the ninth, one out, we're tied uh, against uh, uh, a team that can swing it, right? Can swing it, and one, yeah. one one. So like Joey Gallo is a homer guy. Like he's gonna, you know, at that, this point we're like he's gonna hit fifty if he like I think he got hurt directly after this, but uh, and missed some time, but. He was going to hit 50 homers. He was on that pace. So uh, you don't want to give up a solo shot. So you got to be 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 cognizant of that. But at the same time, you said high strikeout guy. Um, and I'm a high strikeout guy. Guys who are high strikeouts and all, all or nothing, I'm okay with with uh, uh, attacking. Like I, for some, whatever reason, that's like guys who are going to like Tony Gwynn would have drove me insane. <laughs> Right, but guys who are like Barry—I mean, uh, Barry Bonds is a bad example because he didn't strike out very much either. But <laughs> yeah, don't uh, say you know, Bonds. guys who hit homers uh, mm-hmm. historically hit homers. Let's uh, you know, uh, whoever who from history, I would love okay. to face those guys uh, as opposed to um, you know guys with tons and tons of hits, each rows and stuff like that. So you want power um, versus power? I want power versus power. I feel like I, I'm in it. I'm in the driver's seat in that situation. Um, okay, just because of the swing and misses I've always had. Um, so guys who tend to swing and miss, that's a strength. My strength against their strength is – their weakness is very glaring against my strength, if that makes sense. Well, if you want power versus power, this, this is, is a at-bat for you. This is it. And I watched the at-bat, and it's a very good at-bat by, by Joey. It is. I'm, and I can't wait. The reason I kind of wanted to do this one too is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this one out to Joe and see if he's got any responses to this one. Yeah. Because he's a very prideful guy, all-star. Obviously, yeah. a big name in the game, and here you are. You're not calling him out, but I had a good, I got it. Was a good at bat, and yeah. I won. But it's like, you won. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure he'll win at some <laughs> point. Like, I'm, it's just an probably. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. It is what it is. It's the game. Like we're playing against each other, right? I love it. I love it. The competition. I mean, hopefully, people are going to be watching these videos for the next 20 years, and I want them yeah. to understand where we're at. Right now, there's no baseball going on. And now when I watch these videos, like all I can think about is, I wish there was baseball on right now so we could yeah. just, I don't wanna go do 2019 stuff. It's great. Yeah. I wanna watch you doing it in 2020. I wanna see you be matching up right now and um, hopefully we get that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll shut up about that. Let's get to the at-bat. Yeah, so it's leading off the inning. Leading off the inning, Joey's up. He's huge, by the way. He's a, You're a is, big boy. He's a there's big boy. two big dudes on the field currently facing off. Yes, the the thick boy club. Are you part of the thick boy club? I'm I'm currently part of. The, I don't know what I don't know what you got to do to get in. But <laughs> You're in. I'm definitely in. Okay. I mean, look at those numbers right there. Really doing it. 
36 games. This Locks is are a little high. high. We were we were getting better. We were improving. This is currently improving. All right. First pitch, you want to go away. Doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. Little pull. Little pull there. Now, on a righty, that side of the plate, your arm side. Is yeah. that pitch missing arm side on a righty and glove side on a lefty, or is it just kind of you just pulled that one? So I'm either missing, uh, I'm either missing glove side or I'm missing like way up middle, like a way up. So I'm still probably not going to crush there either. So like my up, the corners of the zone up both mm-hmm. sides, my misses are pretty good. Yeah, that's not a bad miss. Obviously. That's not. A, I mean, that was it was a bad miss from a spot standpoint, but like in terms of. Uh, hitting it, no. Uh, he's like, what? What was that? It was in. It was in, and I was trying to go in. He wants a heater here to hit a homer. He's probably thinking there's a good possibility of an off speed pitch as well because he is Joey Gallo. Yeah. Got one zero. Set up away. I'm pulling stuff. In. You pulled. Yeah. It. We got you in pulled. enough, but again, he crushed. He crushed it. It was just in enough to where he. He got the barrel too fast to it and it hit a foul. So you got to take those strikes when you can get them. But at this moment, I'm like, okay, Trev, you got to make an adjustment on on making a making a pitch. All right, setting back up away, and it that hit. pitch is nasty. Yeah, I remember watching this event, seeing like, what was that? Obviously, it's a changeup, but you see Joey right there. Let's go back to that. He sees heater, realizes the changeup, and watch. He's I mean he's aggressive to this pitch, but he yeah. just can't pull the trigger because he sees it's a changeup. Okay. Yeah, because you saw his hips vacated way early, and he was like, "Ah," but that's good pick. It was up, so it's good pick pitch. It's actually really impressive. He didn't swing at it. What's that pitch for you? The changeup. That's third pitch down, fourth pitch down. It's probably uh, uh, depending on the hitter. At this time of the year, that mm-hmm. and the slider were just best friends because I just I had been throwing the slider for three weeks, so I was okay. like, and then my curveball was just been like just literally getting hit out of the park every time I threw it. So I was like, I'm gonna stick with the fastball change up here, uh, throw a lot more, and then as the slider develops, phase it back in. And okay. I think in about a month after this was when I was like I was here slider, um, and using change ups to guys who were who were very specifically not hitting change ups very well. Is he? Um, is it more to lefties than righties, or is it even the change? It's it's more it's more to lefties just because um, that up and away pitch has been such like there were so many guys making the adjustment to hitting that. Uh, like a prime example would be Lindor. We saw Frankie change as, as the season went on to try to get to that pitch more and and kind of get off the down and in as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the changeup kind of offset that. So I was able to throw it. Yeah, it could be like kind of mid thigh away. Guys would just be way out in front of it because they were trying to hit that, you know, ninety-seven up and away. Yeah, although that one was up, that was a nasty pitch. Yeah, well, and it looked like it was going to carry, and then just like yes, stayed. I love that. All right, one one or one two now. One two. You can go anywhere now. You can do whatever you want. Looks like you're coming in. Ooh. Tried the slider. I mean, he's door I, slider, huh? I mean, that was a great take. I got. Yeah, I got to be honest. He's. He looks like he's pretty pretty locked. <laughs> now that I'm watching his back. Like he like that was nasty. That was and, a really uh, good pitch. I thought very minimum he'd at least like foul it off his foot or like pull it in our dugout or something. Okay, so let's talk. We got you went heater, heater, change up to get to one two, 
Really good slider in there. He took it 2-2. What's, what's the pitch off of that slider? Peter up and in. Okay. Setting up there. And, and I, I didn't throw it. And I went, went back, back because because it was really good. And maybe you know what I might have saw might have saw I might have saw like the kind of go on it and thought mm-hmm. that maybe he wanted to go there. But now that I'm watching it from another, again he really I just identified it right there. He's like this one's in the, in the zone. I'm gonna hit it. I don't hate that pitch because if I am a hitter and you see me take a pitch like that, mm-hmm. he had really good take on that one two slider. I'm like this guy's not gonna throw that same pitch. Yeah, especially for a strike. Yeah. You know what I mean. So he could have very easily just took that. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I thought it was a ball again. So um, good pitch to go back to it in the chess match that is pitching versus hitting. But he was all over that one now. So he now was, and I noticed he was all over it. So now let's tunnel off that. I believe the next one's the one I'm thinking of. All right, yeah, got to tunnel off that pitch. So that would be, yeah, up in and on his hands. Did he choke up right there? Looks like he did a little bit. He did. You can see it. Okay, he's getting a little two-strike approach. That doesn't happen too often, so that means he knows you got something for him. And then what do I do? Let's I see. may add the pause again. 2-2. Two, two. Oh. Pretty sure. I, or I slow it down a little bit. All right, let's see this. Oh, no. We tried a curveball, so I'm still throwing the curveball. I wanted to bury it there. You wanted see, to Now there, it. this is before I just said, this thing is terrible. And that's why I've been throwing it like that. Like this is where it's, I'm trying to get it down. I've been just throwing it there all year. This might be one of the days where I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta he, go. But, you know, but he's on. He's he's on it right now. Yeah. You, know, you can really he's see it. it. So three off-speed pitches in a row. I'm as a hitter looking heater. You got to think Joey's looking for a heater here. And uh, but he's been it's been a really good at bat. It's a really good battle right here. He's got no undershirt on because he's that's what he does. Yeah. Oh. You don't know. It might be cut down on the DV. Yeah. So 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 slider in, slider in, kind of a curve all the way that kind of went uh, arm side on you. Where's where's the hole now? So I believe I'm I think at this moment, if I remember correctly, that I try it up and away. Um because two of the sliders were in breaking ball is supposed to be and then i could tunnel it off that curveball too that was away so just in case it was i was trying to backdoor him and like because all hitters don't understand that you're missing right sure. yeah we do we try one up i believe he fouls this one off too yeah i get it in there enough 97 and it's probably good actually that that got in because he had to pull his hands in because if he could have mm-hmm. extended i really again i wanted to hit that top top on away corner or I want it to be out the plate that that's a that's a miss miss but it got in enough again I'm pulling things all my heaters have been pulled today on this day uh, for whatever reason you know but um as I'm watching this I want you to throw a change up again but I don't think you do I know I think I go heater up and in all right let's check it out so two two again seven pitches in yep there's the pause Got him. Another strike. And that one's perfectly played. Like, that was a perfect pitch. The only perfect pitch I threew of the entire hit at bat. But all, all, and right, watch. He's. Boom. He, he identifies, he pulls his hands in, and he's choked up a little bit, and he's pissed because he's like, I saw it. 
You I gassed him up with the pause, bro. But it, like, the pause got him a little bit off, and it was just, it was in enough. Like, it just might not be a pitch that's hit very much. Uh, well, like, no matter how much. Slow-mo right there. I need to see that again. And I was, I'm going to be honest, I was hype, hype as hell. <laughs> like, like, again, it was one of those, like, I need to pick us up here. Honestly, it looked like he was expecting an off-speed pitch. He was late on that pitch. He was late. So let's show that again. Like, he might have just sold out to an off-speed pitch because... Yeah, hips went early. I mean, I think maybe he was late just because of the pause. Yeah, maybe. He was... I mean, that is... He's like, that pause... He, he, really, he was... I knew, though, he was like... He was angry in a way that, or he was like this pissed off in a way that was like I should have at least got a piece of that. Like it's like it wasn't like a what are you doing pausing. It was more like a yeah, you know that was I was I I was so locked in I should have like that was it that was one of those bats where you just like no you're gonna have it. He now that I'm watching it, he was just fouling everything off. It was like he was confident. I think you finally got it into that blue zone up and in right there. I think I finally hit a spot. Yeah, I think I hit the 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 blue zone. Um, you know, if there is a blue zone, it's it's more blue there, I guess. But yes, yes I, I tried a couple times to go there and, and miss my spot. So, um, I was fortunate to get away with a couple things, and that only resulted in hard hit foul balls, and then was able to make that one good pitch. So, like, if I had to say anything to a kid watching this, like, mm-hmm. one thing I learned my what I really tried the the pro- process I tried to go through in my rookie year, and it's funny because. I don't know if I've told you this, but you are part of that process. There was a game in uh, Chicago, and we were facing sale, and for whatever mm-hmm. reason, in 14 and 15, we hit sale really well. Um, and we'd scored, like, four runs in second inning. So we were we we're up 4-2, and I'd just given up, like, you know, I go out in the fourth inning, I'd implode every time, right? And you guys all knew it, and you're like, like, come on, come on, Rook, like, this time, right? And I remember Andy came out and was like, hey, you know, it's seven, my seventh start or whatever. We're, I'm beating... Chris sailed the time and he's like hey and I had like six punchies in three innings so I was like feeling really good and he's like hey you have an opportunity here to like really get out of it and I remember you put your hand on my shoulder you're like hey you know think about the way you want it to go and, and just get it done and then you like went back like it was got one of those little like phrase like hey bro like you know what to do like this all it is is just doing it yeah and 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 I'll never forget I I, I punched out the side with guys in second third and I was like, I remember being like, let's go at the end of the fourth <laughs> inning when two teams are nowhere close to the playoffs. And I, I understand, like, the other team was like, rookie. But, like, for me, for it was you, like yeah. a turning point. And so it's all about, like, one pitch at a time. Like, I knew this time, like, I need just one pitch to go. Yeah, that was a crappy pitch, and he fell off, and he, I got away with that. What's What am I going to do now? I can still have an opportunity to throw a perfect pitch and get the strikeout. So it's always, that opportunity is always there. You just have yes. to think in that way. Like, okay, now this time. Now this time until you're done, and it's really hard to do that. You just like, yeah, I just want this to go good so I can go in the dugout and like have a good outing, <laughs> and like all that anxiety that built up to this point all day from when the moment I woke up to right now will be over. Uh-huh. Like, that's a weird thing as a reliever, uh, and so that's like it's like a relief and like just you're 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 so keyed up, and so like but so that I I walked around like I thought that way. I knew that that's where my mindset was, and then it it came to fruition. It worked. Like, that is the best feeling. I, I don't love this word, but when I watch you pitch now, I think about this word. It's conviction. Mm. 
like when I see you pitch now, as opposed to maybe back then when you were starting, it's like you, like we, we talked about your plan. Like you have an excellent plan. You stick to that plan. You go execute your pitches, and that's why you've been successful. Mm-hmm. And that, that's simple. There's you just no, find what that is. There's no I doubt. Do I don't see any doubt. Like you're never thinking like, eh, I'm not sure this is gonna work. It's like you were going there and you're like, this is gonna work. Mm-hmm. And it shows in your stats. It shows in your demeanor on the mound. Everything. Love it, man. I love what you're doing. I cannot wait to see you back on the mound. I cannot wait to be back out there. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, thanks for letting us get into your mind a little bit. Yeah, of course. All right. That's Trevor May. Um, We'll put your socials up, but go follow everything. You're doing great stuff, not only in baseball, outside of baseball. So thank you. Sure. Thanks.